It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we welcome you into this Saturday morning edition of the Locked On Stars podcast. I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com, joined as always by my co-host, Kenneth Nash. Kenneth, are you sleepy at all? Are you tired? Or are you, uh, are you I am, wired? Uh, <laughs> tired or wired? Yeah. I don't know that I'm either right now. You're in the I, middle? I'm not really okay. tired, but I haven't really had any caffeine yet today. And uh, I'm right there with that's you. That's going to hit me here the next little bit. Yep, I'm right there with you. Well, that's okay. We're going to get through this podcast, then you'll be able to get your caffeine. I desperately need some coffee. But other than that, it's, it's Saturday morning, Kenneth. It's Saturday morning. We've got college football on all day. A nice restful Saturday. It's a little bit overcast here in the Dallas area. I think 74 or so outside. So that's just lovely. How? I think it's only it's only 60 here right now. And once again, I think the high is like 72, 73. Once again, I wish I was back in Mississippi now. Uh, but other than that, other other than me wanting cold weather, um, we've got a good show today, Kenneth. And we. We do. We've got a good show. This is our last show of the week, and we're going to spend the majority of the show talking about a topic we were going to get to a few days ago, but got tied up in a couple of other storylines. And so we're going to get to it now. We're going to go ahead and look at, take a preliminary look at the NHL Central Division, at least as we know it right now, Kenneth, because I've heard some reports uh, that the NHL and NHLPA are discussing a realignment for the 2020-2021 season just to help combat uh you know a pandemic world and still get a full season actually they've talked about a 60 game season and a divisional realignment but we'll get to that at a later date but for right now the central division the division the dallas stars are playing in they've been playing in since the 2013-2014 season we're going to talk about the other six teams and how free agency's gone for them. As you know, free agency opened last Friday, so it's been open for about eight days now. Every team, just about every team in the NHL, has made a move of some sort, some rather seismic, some rather uh, minuscule. But nonetheless, Kenneth, every team has had some sort of movement, whether it's players departing, players signing, trading for players, trading for draft picks, whatever the case may be. Every team's been doing something. Every team's been active, Kenneth. And that includes every team in the Central Division, which as we've come to know over the last few years, is always it it's always a gauntlet. Kenneth. It always finds a way to be a gauntlet. The Central Division does. I, I think it, I always go back to the 2017-18 season uh, where in March, I think every... I can't remember the exact numbers, but the Stars tweeted out a graphic of the four divisions' total goal differentials. And the Atlantic Division was like minus 30... Metropolitan Division was like minus 55. Uh, Pacific Division was like plus 3. And the Central was like plus 60. And it just goes to show you that the Central Division is always deep. It's always loaded. It's always stocked with talent and contenders and competitors. Maybe not as much this past year, Kenneth, but even so, still every every team in the Central Division Wait. qualified. When, what? when you say goal differential, are you talking about like the, the sum of the goal differentials of each of the yeah. teams? It would be uh, 84. This year or in 2017-18? Yeah. Oh, sorry, this year. Oh, Central Division was plus 84? 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Unless I'm completely screwing up. The, no, no, no. I'm just you, assuming that you probably got you're it. You're looking for no, the no. sum of all the I, goal differentials. I, it was back in the it was back in the 17-18 season. I, we don't want to get stuck on this rabbit hole for too long. But it was back in the 17-18 <laughs> season that the stars tweeted it out in like March or April or something. And it yeah, was, I remember that. I remember. And that. I don't yeah. know. I may be wrong on all the numbers, but I know like two teams were in the negatives. Or two divisions of the negatives. Yeah. One was like just barely positive, and then the central was just blowing them all out of the water. But yeah, I do remember that graphic. Yeah. I, I don't remember the numbers, but I do remember. Yeah, it, yeah. and and, and it, it just goes to show it's tough playing in the central division. And as we saw this past year, Kenneth, all seven teams qualified for the return to play. Four of them ended up making the Stanley Cup playoffs. Only the Minnesota Wild, Winnipeg Jets, and Nashville Predators got knocked out in the qualifiers. And so, Kenneth. We have to talk about this division because every team is trying to, in a pandemic, in a flat cap world, every team's trying to find ways to get better. And of course, it's a lot more difficult. It's a lot easier said than done, even more so now in the current state of things, in the current situation of the NHL and the rest of pro sports as a whole. But we've got to talk about these teams, Kenneth. We got to, we got to, it's kind of that know thine enemy, uh, know thine enemy theme. Looking at the other teams in the Central Division, we've talked enough about the Dallas Stars here on this podcast, and we have plenty more to talk about with the Dallas Stars coming up in the in the months to come and in the in the years to come and however long we're here, Kenneth, who knows? Uh, it, it's it's been a fun ride so far, though. Episode one forty eight, by the way, it's a big episode here. Quickly, it is a first of all, it is a very big episode. I think I found it. Okay, I think I found the goal differentials. Uh, this is on a Reddit page. We'll, I, I, you know, that's well, where we should yep. get all take, our information. Take stock, take note of that. Yep. But at the time, and these numbers were seen. I think they, they 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 feel like they're right. Central Division at the time was the only division with a plus goal differential, and it was really not close. The Metro was minus nineteen. The Pacific was minus thirty nine. The Atlantic was minus sixty four, and the Central was plus one hundred and twenty. There we go. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. So it's yep. even it's even crazier than I initially gave it credit for. But yes, yeah. just goes to show. I remember it was like absolutely nuts. Yeah, just goes to show the central division always comes to play, and that's that. Uh, don't expect that to change going into next year, kid. Especially because every team in the central has been active this summer or this this summer this fall over the past week <laughs> since free agency opened on Friday. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a take a brief dive into each team's uh, off season efforts and off season action. Maybe take a quick look at. Are they a better team or are they a worse team through one week of free agency and through the offseason so far? And and we'll, when the next season gets closer, of course, lots of question marks still hovering about the 2020-2021 season. But once we get closer to a start date and a confirmed start date, we'll start looking at how the stars stack up against each team. But for now, just focusing on free agency, kid, let's start it off with the teams that did not make the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're going to start with the Winnipeg Jets, who... Really have two storylines, Kenneth, two main storylines. One, the trade for Paul Stasny. Paul Stasny is not only back in Winnipeg, but he's back in the Central Division. Of course, longtime Colorado Avalanche player as well. Uh, Stasny's back, got traded by the Vegas Golden Knights to the Jets just before free agency began. And then the question marks on Patrick Lyonnais' future. What do we know about that right now? Yeah, uh, most recent reports are that... um I believe it's coming from Pierre Lebrun talking about the Patrick Liney situation. Most recent reports are uh, reportedly coming from his camp, the, the Patrick Liney's camp, that say that a, a trade of the 22-year-old would be, quote, I, I say quote, I, it wasn't actually a quote, but would be 
mutually beneficial it for might both have been a sides. Quote, actually, I think I saw that in quotes yeah. somewhere, but I, I don't remember if it was or not. Regardless. But anyways, mutually beneficial for for the Jets to move Patrick Liney this offseason. Of course, he's uh, he's going to be an RFA at the end of the year, um, but he's he's due for a pretty significant contract uh, as as one of the better goal scorers in the NHL. Just twenty two years old. He's he's gearing up for a significant long term uh, contract, and the uh, the Jets frankly just don't have a ton of cap space, and, and they've got a lot of guys that are going to be out of contract. Line is an RFA, Stastny will be a UFA, Perot will be a UFA, Lowry's a UFA, Cops an RFA, Thompson's a UFA, Toninato's a UFA. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Pionk is a RFA. Forboard will be a UFA. We'll talk about him. Spies is a UFA, and Pullman's a UFA. That's those are all guys UFAs next next season, uh, free agents next season. So they've got a lot of spots they need to fill, and they don't really have a ton of space. They're projected to have a little over thirty million dollars in cap space um, for next year, and it, but that's on that's on nine. That's on nine a roster size of nine, Josh. Thirty million dollars of cap space on a roster size of nine. Yeah, and that, that's that's a tough space. That's a tough spot for any team to be in. That's only amplified in a flat cap world. But yeah, it, the the other thing about Patrick Liney is he is a top goal scoring talent, Kenneth. We know that the Dallas Stars certainly know that. He's he's made them pay a number of times, especially in his first couple seasons in the league with the Jets. But he's due for a large rates, and you know he's not getting. He's still not really getting top line minutes in Winnipeg and that's why the trade rumors have started brewing about he kind of wants out you know there were some contract disputes last season he he did his camp did clarify he's not holding out he's not gonna uh not, you know not report to camp if he doesn't get a new dealer if he doesn't get traded before next season starts but at the same time he's he's a top talent Kenneth and so he definitely needs needs to be paid that way even in a flat cap world it might be tough but some team's gonna find a way to get it done you know, the other big move, Paul Stasny, as we said, having a 17-goal, 38-point performance in 71 games with Vegas during the regular season. Also a 42-point season the season before with the Golden Knights. So he had a little bit of time with Winnipeg, lots of time with St. Louis, lots of time with Colorado. And now he's back in the Central Division. He just, he lives for the Central Division, Kenneth. Paul Stasny does. And then your other your other names. Obviously, as you said, Kenneth, lots of guys just re-signing Nathan Boylo. Signs a two-year contract with them. Mason Appleton gets a two-year contract. Nate Thompson got a one-year deal. And Lucas Biza gets a one-year deal. And Derek Forboard as well. A couple other guys here and there. Anthony Botetto is gone. Cody Eakin is gone. And Cameron Schilling is gone, as well as Logan Shaw. So, Winnipeg, some guys going out, some guys coming in. Two big names to keep an eye on, though, Kenneth. Paul Stasny's return and Patrick Laine. What will his future hold? Is it with the Jets? Is it with another team? We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Really, is there a good time to trade Patrick Line? A lot of people say never. There never is, Kenneth. And so we'll see how that goes. But coming up right around the corner, we'll talk more about the Central Division, what moves have been made, who looks better, who looks worse, all that coming up when the Locked on Stars podcast continues in a moment. Before we step away, we've talked about Built Bar and how amazing these protein bars are, and now they're back and better than ever. They've got 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. That's on top of their 12 original flavors, German chocolate, peanut butter, bread, uh, peanut butter banana nut bread, our favorite here at the Locked on Stars podcast, oh, yes. mint brownie. 
double chocolate, peanut butter brownie, just to name a few of those original flavors. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious guy. If you're trying to lose or maintain weight, but you want to indulge in a delicious treat, these bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they're great if you're on the keto diet. Let's look at the flavor profile, shall we, Josh? Sure, I'd love to. Flavor profile for the peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. These bars are delicious. They're good for you. It literally does not get better than that. And right now, our listeners can go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back here at the Locked On Stars podcast. Happy Saturday, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe and healthy. Kenneth, we're talking about the Central Division. Are you staying safe and healthy, Kenneth? I just wanted to ask. Uh, doing my best. Okay, good, my good. Best. I, I, I wish all of our listeners that, but I never wish you that, and I'm, I'm sorry for that. But glad to know that you're still here. Glad to know that you're still kicking. Glad to know that we've got a little bit more to talk about on this Saturday episode, specifically about the NHL Central Division, what has gone on, what's gone down in the Central Division over the first week. We've obviously kept you up to date with all things Dallas Stars over the past week. As you know, first day of free agency, re-signing Anton Hudobin to a three-year deal, and the next day getting Mark Pesic on a one-year deal. Next day, Joel Lesperance and Radic Foxa both signing contracts to return. So Stars have been busy. Rope Hintz and Dennis Gryanov, the two question marks still on the roster. Kenneth, both RFAs, both signed qualifying offers. Now Stars just negotiating deals with them. But there's a lot of other action going on. And Kenneth, I don't know if there's been a more active team in the Central Division than the Minnesota Wild. And we have to talk about them next because once again, as we said, we started with the teams that made the Stanley Cup qualifiers because all Central Division teams did, but did not make it out of the qualifying round. And you know, last year at the time of the pause, the Winnipeg Jets 37-28 and 6 for 80 points through 71 games. They were fifth in the division, but only two points out of third place for the Dallas Stars sat. Then Minnesota Wild, 35, 27, and 7, 77 points through 69 games. They were in sixth, but again, only five points out of third place, five points out of a playoff spot, or I think less than that, only one or two points out of a playoff spot at the time of the pause. But making the qualifiers, getting knocked out there, they had a midseason coaching change, Kenneth Bruce Boudreaux getting fired, and now... They got busy this offseason. Bill Guerin, the general, the new general manager with the Wild, did not hold back. And specifically in the trade market, Kenneth, when you look at the Wild, starting on September 11th, they acquired Nick Bukestad from Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for a conditional pick in the 2021 NHL draft. Then also... Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I had to clear my throat for a minute. <laughs> September 16th, September 16th, they trade away Eric Stahl, who's arguably one of their most consistent forwards over the past few, over the past two seasons since he's been there, trading him to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Marcus Johansson. Moving on from there, you get into the goaltending market, Kenneth, on October 5th, 
They trade away Devin or they trade Devin Dubnik to the San Jose Sharks for a 2022 seventh round pick. Or no, they trade Devin Dubnik and a 2022 seventh round pick for a 2022 fifth round pick. October 5th, also, they trade Ryan Donato to the San Jose Sharks for a 2021 third round pick. So lots of trades going down with the Minnesota Wild, Kenneth. And that's what we got to look at because then on top of that, free agency comes around first day. They're pretty busy, specifically biggest signing Cam Talbot to replace Devin Dubnik, signing a three-year deal. Obviously, Stars fans know Cam Talbot, especially from the first round of the playoffs. He was starting for the Calgary Flames. And then they also re-signed Jordan Greenway to a two-year deal. But Kenneth, the Wild were really busy. Yeah, they were they were extremely busy. Obviously, you, know, you mentioned the Cam Talbot kind of headlines their their off-season free agent signings um, as they kind of looked like you said replaced Devin Dubnik. Um, they're a team that they they had a lot of different holes they needed to try to fill and they needed to try to get better. Last year, they in, in 69 games they put up 77 points, 35, 27, and seven. Uh, their goal differential was even, so they were not a they were not a bad team. Um, and the stars know that the, the stars struggled with them plenty um, at at various points throughout the season, but. As a whole, they, they definitely had some some things they needed to do to try to get into the Central Division mix, um, especially when you look at the, the top three, which of course includes the Stars and then uh, the Blues and, and Avalanche, which we'll talk about in a, in a second. But uh, they're in an interesting spot as well because they, like a lot of teams in the Central Division, they don't have tons and tons of cap space. They're now operating. They've got $2.7 million in projected cap space left. Their roster is sitting at 22 uh, currently. Um, so pretend they've got potential to add one more player if they would like to um, to, to fill out that ro- the, the NHL roster. And then, of course, you know, you can always add more than that if they, if they, they so desire. But they've got a lot of money tied up, in, in, in especially in their, their blue line group, Josh. Jared Spurgeon's making $7.5 million uh, AAV through 26-27. Ryan Suter's making $7.5 million through 24-25. Matt Dumba's making $6 million through 22-23. Jonas, uh, Jonas Brodeen's at 4.1 this year, but he jumps to $6 million next year, and he'll be at a $6 million AAV through 26-27. And uh, Carson is making $2.7 million through 22-23. So they've got five defensemen making over $2.5 million signed through the 22-23 season and beyond that they're looking at at over 20 million dollars uh, locked up in three defensemen through 24-25 so if you've got a lot of money tied up there then of course you got Zach Parisi at seven and a half million dollars and Matt Zuccarello at six million dollars both of those guys on long-term deals so they're in a similar situation to the uh, to the Jets and really the Stars in that they've got a lot of guys that are going to be out of contract next year, but they've already got a lot of long-term money tied up. So they were looking to fill roles in, in uh, dollar-efficient manners, and that's why you saw them bring in Cam Talbot um, to, to pair with Alex Stalock in there to, to form their goalie tandem. Um, that's why they made some of the moves they did. Uh, some a little bit lower profile, but definitely trying to uh, trying to get back into contention in the in the division while realizing that they they can't really commit to long-term deals at this point with significant AAVs because other they're quickly running out of money. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the most interesting things. Uh, to watch next season is Eric Stahl's departure, Kenneth. In his four seasons with the Minnesota Wild, finished his four-year four tenure in Minnesota with 240 points. That's 111 goals, 129 assists in 311 games. So really good production from Eric Stahl, losing him. And, you know, as you said, Kenneth, kind of trusting those younger guys, you know, Jordan Greenway getting a new contract as well. 
with the team. Uh, Kapil Kakinen as well on a two-year contract. So those guys mixed with Cam Talbot getting in for Devin Dubnik, a, a, a younger goaltender by a couple years, but also still not necessarily a high-profile goaltender. And Ward had a good season with the Flames, but, or uh, I'm sorry, Talbot had a good season with the Flames, but certainly see how he fits in, see how he adapts, see what Dave Evison has in his full seat in his first full season with the Minnesota Wild coming up, whenever that may start. But coming around the corner, we've got four more teams to talk about: Nashville Predators, Chicago Blackhawks, St. Louis Blues, and Colorado Avalanche. We'll get to all those and a little bit more right around the corner. Kenneth. Nick Saban has been cleared to coach in Saturday. I just saw that. Yeah, I just came across. Just my phone. got that alert. Yeah. But anyways, we we're not here to talk about college football. We're here to talk about hockey. Be back in just a moment near the Lockdown Stars podcast. Stick with us. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Lockdown Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. And we're back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, wrapping up this Saturday morning episode. I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com, joined by my co-host, Kenneth Nash. And Kenneth, we've got a few more teams to talk about here in the NHL Central Division, starting with that one other team that did not make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs, only made it to the qualifying round, the Nashville Predators. Kenneth, this is an interesting team, because this is a team that has gone, I, I remember a fellow NHL.com correspondent of mine, Robbie Stanley, tweeted out back in April, uh, this team is receding. And when I tell when I say receding, kid, it's like one step back every year since making the Stanley Cup playoffs in, or I mean, since making the Stanley Cup final, rather, in 2017. They've taken a step back every year. So they lost the Stanley Cup final in 2017, in 2018, they lost in the second round of the Jets. In 2019, they lost in the first round. This year, they lose in the qualifying round. So they're 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 going the wrong direction. Kent. They're going the direction that no NHL team wants to go, especially after five straight years of making the Stanley Cup playoffs. It really seemed as though the Predators were in the right spot, in the right headspace, moving right along in the right direction. And now, where are they? Yeah, they're they're in a strange situation. They kind of came on late at the end of last season, made a little bit of a push, um, and that and, was with a mid-season coaching ga- change as well. Yeah, and kind of closed the gap on yeah. the Stars, seventy-eight points in sixty-nine games, so four points back of Dallas. They were a minus two goal differential. They'd won six. Uh, they'd won six of their last ten games uh, prior to the pause. Um, you look at them as a team, and they're they're a team that. Has slowly kind of transitioned into being a they're they're a fairly young team, um, and and they've kind of they've seen some guys uh, retire, some guys leave, sometimes uh, some guys regress a little bit. So they definitely have kind of they've dropped down. I think I think you, you go back a couple of years and you think as a Predators is as one of those teams that looks like an emerging perennial contender. Yeah. 
and then they kind of slip and they, and now they're they're a team that people look at and go okay they're they're talented they've got good players but they don't really have uh they don't really have a, a whole lot of substance sometimes it, it feels like they're very vulnerable um if you can shut down one or two guys they're very vulnerable to to being pretty much just just shut out completely or at least that's what it feels like sometimes in terms of uh long term money um and you look at their cap situation they uh they've got they've got what did that, I think they have the most, right, Josh? Just under $13 million in projected cap yeah. space um, currently. So they've still got plenty of room to make some other additions. But you look at their roster. We mentioned it was young. They've got one skater over the age of 31, and that is Brad Richardson. Everybody else is under 31. Um, long-term money, they've got a lot of money tied up in Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne, both of them on an $8 million AAV. Uh, John uh, Johansson threw uh, uh, 24 25 uh, Matt Duchesne through 25-26. They're paying Philip Forsberg $12 million over the next two seasons. Uh, Victor Arvidsson's making just over $4 million uh, through 23-24. And then, of course, Roman Yossi uh, making over $9 million AAV through 26-27. And then Ryan Ellis, of course, is also on a, on a long-term deal, just over $6 million. So they've got a lot of money uh, tied up in, in a few guys, but they're not super stretched in terms of cap. That's why they've got almost $13 million in cap space, Josh. And they're going to Free up even more next year with uh, Pekka Rene coming off the books. He's getting five million dollar cap hit right now, but he'll be a UFA next year. They're a team that that has done a little bit. Uh, you know, they brought in Matt Benning, they brought in Nick Cousins, uh, Mark Borowicki. Is that Borowicki? Am I saying that correctly? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, and, and Brad Richardson. From and Brad Richardson, but they uh, they still have a co- they have one notable UFA that they have not signed. It probably it doesn't look like there may not be a, a reunion in, in Mikhail Granlund. Um, but as as a whole, they've got they've they're the team that's still got some room to make uh, significant moves if if the opportunity arises. So they're one to keep watching. As it is though, they still are kind of in that area of they've got some good players, but as a whole. They don't really have top to bottom a whole whole lot of talent. Yeah, and don't forget the uh, they they were they were on a pretty much a clean house for a, a few for a little bit there at the start of free agency. Kenneth Kyle Turris buying him out, and that was going to be that's an eight year buyout hit against the books. Kenneth. Yeah. Then you also trade Nick Benino to the Minnesota Wild for Luke Cunning. and you've got and you also I, I in addition you trade Austin Watson to the Ottawa Senators. And so, Kenneth, a lot of players, a lot of names that we've come to know on this Nashville Predators team going elsewhere, being moved elsewhere. You know, we mentioned Austin Watson. We mentioned Nick Bonino as well. Some of these guys that have been with the team for two, three, five years. And then you look at their free agents that they let that they did not re-sign. Colin Blackwell signs with the New York uh, Rangers. Dan Hamuse retired, as we know. Craig Smith signed with the Boston Bruins. So lots of guys leaving Kenneth and and a a bit of a turnover in Nashville this year and we'll see if it's for the best because as we said this is a Predators team that has been going the wrong direction for the past four years and it'll be interesting to see just if they can bounce back and if they can get around the corner and get back into get back into contention where they have been for the past couple years so Kenneth what's next well, so I'm looking at our time here. That's what we I was still about have three to say. Teams. You gave me a we still you have three gave me teams a to go. We still have three teams to go. There's just so much to go? cover. 
Yeah, that is, yeah, there definitely is, and I think I think we want to spend some significant time on Colorado and the Blues, given that those are the other two best teams in the division. Yeah. Um, maybe let's get through Chicago, and then we'll save Colorado, St. Louis for next week. Or do you want to save Chicago for next week too? We can do that as well. Because we can do we that as well. Give, yeah, we did three today. Three, three yep. today. We'll do three next three week. Of course, we do have a guest coming on potentially we do. The beginning of I next week. We're not one hundred percent set in stone. On on our Monday episode. Okay, we so we'll save guest. these. We'll save these for next week, and uh, we'll talk about Minnesota, Colorado, and St. Louis. Give you give you time to digest all the good information we gave you today. Gosh, I don't know about good. Um, it was it was some information. I, I really hope that really hope that you you took something notable away. You took some you you gained something from this episode. And if not, it's Saturday. Who cares? Uh, you know, just just sit back, relax, and enjoy. <laughs> what a great mindset yeah. to have there, John. Hey, locked on stars. We don't care, and it shows. Just kidding. Uh, we, we do care. Or else we would not, That's our new tagline. Yes, right? or else we we would not be recording at eleven thirty in the morning on Saturday. Um, but anyways, look at us planning on the fly, Kenneth. I, I, I dig it. I love our adaptability. And other than that, I think that's about all we've got then for this Saturday episode. Once again, wanted to thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in, continuing to stick with us and support us. Kenneth, what do you got for us? As always, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. So we show up in your feed every single day of course we're going to drop the second half of this uh this off-season recap for the uh the nhl central division so make sure to hit subscribe so that shows up in your feed you get part two uh make sure to follow us on twitter at locked on stars you can follow our personal accounts as well at kenneth underscore nash 19 and josh is if you want to at josh underscore clark zero two do not feel the need to um do not feel inclined to even you don't have to follow me but anyways kenneth i can't I can't help but feel that we haven't. There's something that we should say that we haven't said. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just running on. I, I think you're overthinking. I think it. I'm just running on little sleep, and I think that that's that's uh, that's working against me today. Um, but anyways, <laughs> happy Saturday, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you all have a great weekend ahead. We've got plenty to talk about next week, starting with a special guest, a new guest, not a recurring guest, a new guest here at the Locked Out Stars podcast, and we'll dig into the rest of the NHL Central Division, off-season moves and free agency moves. But until then, have a good weekend. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.